Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Wednesday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out primaloriginsoils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Uh, I'm going to talk about last night's game. I guess, uh, because man, that was, it sure did happen. Uh, so we're going to break down last night's game, the loss to Vancouver, uh, and I'm also going to share the end of my roundtable discussion with uh, Erica Ayala of Locked On Kraken, Rachel Donner of Locked On Flyers, and Anne Kimmel of Locked On Preds. So the game started super well. We, we opened the scoring. I was like, yep, yeah, this is going great. Uh, Eric Robinson got his fourth of the season, I believe. Uh, yep, fourth of the season. Uh, Texier continues his strong play, gets an assist. Uh, literally, like, five minutes into the first period, I was like, okay, okay, this is good, this is good. Uh, Max Doby scores. Uh, he has very quietly racked up seven goals, which I think is good for, like, fourth on the team. Uh, because this team doesn't score goals, but hey, fourth on the team is fourth on the team. Uh, he is indeed fourth on the team with with seven goals. Um, Boone Jenner still leads with eleven, obviously. Um, but yeah, Max Domi scores. Uh, Eric Robinson gets his second of the night uh, at sixteen eighteen of the first period, makes it three nothing. Texier gets another assist. Uh, he's got fourteen points in his last eighteen games. It's, Things are things are looking good, um, and then the Blue Jackets do what the Blue Jackets do: um, four straight Canucks goals, uh, one in the second period from Bo Horvat, and then three in the third period from Elias Pettersson. Uh, Vasily Podkolz in, and another one from Bo Horvat. Uh, that last one at nineteen oh one in the third period on the power play. Just, and I know that we've done this to teams. I feel like we've done this to teams like three times so far this season, scoring in the final minute to win in regulation. But man, it sucks to be on the other side of that. Especially, you know, when you you look at the um, the penalties. Like, you can't, like, a, a, a taking a penalty in the last minute of the period, like, you can't do that. And it felt extremely inevitable. Uh, like, I... So I saw the first goal, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up just in time for them to tie it, and was like, of course, fine, we'll go to overtime, whatever. Um, so obviously, we would lose in regulation, um, despite a late, a late, like, 30-second power play, we couldn't do anything with it, uh, but, like, even, like, taking apart the score, like, you can say, okay, well, we lost 3-4, it's not that bad, but they scored four straight goals, we had a 3 nothing lead like you should be able to defend a three nothing lead even if there's still 40 minutes of play left they outshot you 39 to 23 
Like, that's... And that's kind of emblematic of what the Blue Jackets have been doing this season. Even when they get the wins, they have not been doing what they need to offensively. You know, they are kind of a black hole of offense. Everyone is shooting above their means, basically. And if you're getting outshot that badly by a team like Vancouver, who, okay, admittedly are... I believe this makes them 5-0 and since they hired Bruce Boudreaux. Um, I still don't think they're a good team. But, you know, it's pretty impressive what having a real coach... The, the difference that could make. Uh, and, you know, obviously Bruce Boudreaux is doing pretty good things in Vancouver. Uh, but this is a team that we should be able to beat. You know, this is a team that we beat by the skin of our teeth two weeks ago. Uh, they outshot us. I think they, they had like 39 shots on us in that game too. Um, they beat us in face-offs. They scored on the power play. We didn't. Uh, just basically every single stat the Canucks beat us in um and that's it's not acceptable like it's that's a this is not a team that we should be losing to you know if we lost to uh you know we lost to Anaheim uh earlier in the week that's like that's acceptable at least because Anaheim is apparently a good team now you know we almost pissed away a lead to Seattle that's way more worrying Losing in regulation to Vancouver, worrying, and now we get to play Edmonton uh, tomorrow. We get to play Calgary on Saturday, maybe, if the COVID protocols haven't uh, haven't balked everything. So, you know, those are two very good teams coming up. Uh, and then I believe after that we are playing Buffalo. So, it's... Uh, it's tough. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough, a tough week. Uh... Or a tough end to the week, I guess. Hopefully we can we can get at least a point from these two games. Hopefully, you know, it would be nice to win, but I don't see... The way the team is playing at the minute, I don't see us beating either Edmonton or Calgary. Uh, you know, Edmonton is in kind of a, a downward spiral at the minute, which probably means they're due for a, a statement win. Uh, Calgary is just a very good team this season. Um, and that's... That's worrying. Um... It's, yeah, I was all ready to be hyped about this. You know, it was it was three, I think I woke up, it was 3-2 when I woke up. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then literally as I turned the game back on, uh, it was 3-3. And I was like, fine, whatever. And then in the last minute, and I know that, like I said at the start, I know that we've done this to other teams, but that doesn't make it any less, like, gutting when it happens to you. Um, just, just not a, not a good, not a good feeling, not a good way to end the game. You know, literally 59 seconds, we would have got at least a point. Uh, Vancouver probably would have won in overtime because sure, why not? But to leave two points on the table like that, uh, you know, it's, it sucks. Uh, in a minute, I am going to, uh, Share the rest of my conversation of the Hockey Culture Roundtable that I did with uh, Erica, Anne and Rachel. But first I want to tell you about Primal Origin Oils. 
if you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy that has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oil will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel-in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. Uh, all their products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the UK. Check out primaloriginoils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in bid to other companies you've used, and we promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember, the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Once again, that code is locked on, all one word, at primaloriginoils.com for 20% off. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar because the holidays are here. So this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with flavor, covered in chocolate, amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There's so many flavors, you will have a hard time choosing. Are you going to have mint brownie or raspberry, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little bit, and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it, but make sure you have a couple of napkins on hand. How about uh, Built Bar Puffs? Do you like marshmallowy treats around the holidays? Then you need to get your hand on Built Bar Puffs. They are light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. And here's the best bit. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I super appreciate it, whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener. I'm grateful for you. Uh, Locked On Blue Jackets is and always will be free and available on all podcast platforms. Um, And you said nothing but a word right there, including talking very openly and passionately about how much you love this sport. And I think we Mm -hmm. all have our origin stories, right? I also came to hockey later in life um, and came through, quite honestly, black women. Like, you know, like you couldn't have told me when I was going to my first handful of hockey games that black women in particular weren't in hockey because that's all that I saw. Yes. What I've learned, and I've actually had Katie Strang on Locked on Kraken. I wrote a story about, at the time, a New York Rangers rookie and an unfortunate experience that he had. I wrote that story and that was already common knowledge. It had already been addressed by the organization, but by simply mentioning that incident, 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 excuse me, with Keandre Miller, where the N word was typed into a a chat that uh, was um, 
like a Zoom call that was sponsored by the New York Rangers, by simply mentioning that, I had so many questions that were asked of my reporting, of um, whom I spoke to. Uh, Did they really say that? That was just for something that the Rangers already knew about. I can't imagine having to report on things like Katie has, like what uh, Kyle Beach has disclosed. Um, and so, Rachel, I want to remix a little bit of where Anne left us as far as her passion and her love for hockey and, and questioning if she can bring people in, knowing some of their, quite honestly, triggers. Um, but let's think about it this way. We're all hosts of a hockey podcast. Has any of what has happened changed how you approach talking about hockey on your hockey podcast, Rachel? I think so. And I think I want to kind of merge what Anne was just talking about what and what you were just talking about, Erica. And, you know, I think the thing that has been a real touchstone for me is when Black Girl Hockey Club came up with the Get Uncomfortable pledge. And it's something I use in my daily life. I've got to be honest, when I read things that, you know, make me take a step back or make me, you know, feel, you know, a certain way in my whiteness, you know, I think that it's just been so helpful for me to, to be able to use that to sit in being uncomfortable for a moment when something threatens, you know, the sanctity of this sport that I do love in the same way. And, and I'm somebody that loved the sport from in the womb. And I've been, you know, a hockey fan for, I want to, over 40 years now, let's say. And so, you know, I've seen the sport grow and change over the years, but also stay the same in a lot of ways. And the way that circles back to your question, Erica, is that now that I'm on the media side of things and reporting on the sport, I think the media has a certain responsibility now to report on these things and have it not just be a handful of reporters doing this kind of difficult work and that a lot of the stick to sports crowd in the fan base who could be a very powerful weapon in influencing owners to create change to change the leadership at the top of the NHL they haven't been getting the education or the information on what's going on behind the surface enough in a way that they have been comfortable in this sport. And I include myself in that day. I have been part of that day who has been comfortable in this sport. But the more that I learn and the more that we dig into these things and get good reporting and not fall victim to the media access culture that takes place in sports of you have to say nice things about the team and you have to say nice things about the people. Otherwise you don't get the access to the interviews. You don't get access for your quotes. Therefore you can't get clicks. And you know, it's this vicious cycle that goes from the media to the organization, to the leadership, to the fans. And that's what needs to get broken down. And this, and so it absolutely, I I sit in that uncomfortableness every time one of these incidents comes up and I want to talk about it because I want to make sure that I can show that I am not afraid to talk about these things and that if we are all changing our attitudes and unafraid to talk about these things, that changes the culture. In a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Erica, Anne and Rachel. We're going to finish that off uh, in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as 
Football season continues their march to the playoffs. The NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. But online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 15% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. And Jay, same to you or for you. I mean, have you uh, given any thought to how any of what we've talked about today um, or what has been reported regarding the Chicago Blackhawks specifically has impacted how you enjoy hockey personally and then also what you bring to your podcast? Um, I think yeah, yes and no, because just like, like as, a, as a, a little bit of a kind of context for how I came to hockey, I came to hockey in 2013, uh, just after the Blackhawks had won their Stanley Cup. That was kind of, you know, they were the the gateway team, I guess. People who didn't grow up with hockey, I was like, oh, this seems, they seem like a fun team to follow, you know. Um, they won their second cup in 2015. I was like, this is, or their third cup in five years or whatever it was. I was like, you know, this is, this is the life. This is, this is true living as far as hockey fans go. And then two months later, Patrick Kane is accused of uh, raping someone uh, at his home in Buffalo, and that was kind of my my moment of oh, hockey, hockey's not okay. Like hockey is not a, a good place. And so since then, I've kind of been. Um, and I actually recently went back and found something that I wrote at the time of this that talked about with you know my relationship with hockey and how disappointed I was and how. The, this again, the sport is set up to to fail survivors and people that speak out. Um, and so, I don't think like this specific case has necessarily changed how I report on hockey. I think because it's always been at the the front of my mind with this sport, and I think that's something that like the the people here on this on this roundtable can kind of really relate to. You know, we are women of color we are women we are members of the lgbt uh community we have always been able to see this in a way that i think the the like cis heterosexual white men haven't yeah i mean that's real that is very real and again it goes back to when i was talking about what you know nicole hannah jones was saying it's gonna take hockey deciding that hockey wants to change but and i know you you done dropped the mic on us once but i wanted to give you an opportunity just to circle back regarding specifically the locked on predators podcast you talked a little bit about your fandom but have you thought about um or have you already made adjustments to how you cover hockey because of the conversation that we're having yeah i think there is um there's a moment where you feel sort of the dissonance between you know it's my job to come on and talk analytics and and players and breakdowns and i'm I, and i need to do it in a way that is engaging and entertaining but i also feel the need to 
you know, it's difficult because this is something that I love, but it is broken and it is, and it has to, you know, the only thing that hockey can do right now is continue the way it is or change. And I want so desperately for this sport to change. And I see there are, there are people in the sport who want it to change and there are great opportunities for growth. And I struggle to find the balance between just losing my ever loving beep. Um, when things like this continue, when we see these patterns again and again, and, and, you know, watching the NHL leadership kind of stonewall in this situation when here is your opportunity and they are missing it. Um, and so it is a struggle. I'll be, I'll be real honest with you. It is a struggle for me sometimes to know that I want, you know, I, my heart for this job that I have is to invite people into hockey because somebody did that for me and I fell in love with it. And, and I want it to be a sport where everybody can come and enjoy it. But I, again, it's this hard place of you got, you know, I've got to say some hard truths and I've got to check myself and I have to make sure that I'm not, I have to make sure I'm doing what's best for everybody when it comes to hockey. And sometimes that's really hard personally, because honestly, I think there is still this culture of you get access when you're nice. You get access when you don't rock the boat. And here's mm. the thing. There are nice, good stories. And I love to tell those, but not to the exclusion of speaking some truth. And and it's it's not always easy every day. Oof, another ain't none but a word there. And listen, you know, Jay, you you got into it a little. I don't know all the ways that all of us identify, but I can speak for myself as the, I think it's safe to say the most melanated person on this particular round table <laughs> that, um, and I want to be careful how I say this too, because, you know, respectfully, I'm not fitting to give out gold stars where they're not deserved. But what I will say is that, and again, I cannot relate to being sexually abused. I'm very thankful that I have never had that be part of my story. I can relate to things that I that are out of my control making me a target for someone else and for someone else feeling that they can use that power. And what I can relate to is without the support without people who don't look like me believing me that my time, not just in hockey, but in a lot of other spaces would have been short-lived for any number of reasons. And so the reason that I wanna say that to all of you in particular is because showing up, all of us, showing up for those, whether we directly identify the way they do or not is critical, is critical for making the sport better. Because, um, again, thinking about whether it was the story that I talked about that I wrote or circumstances that I've had, you know, the onus is always on me or it feels as though the onus is always on me or someone who has um, come forward about harm that has been perpetuated in the hockey community. Once people know about our story, then we have to continue to tell it and we have to prove that this is still a harmful place. 
instead of people who have power, people who have privilege in hockey, stepping into the light and taking the reins at the appropriate times to make sure that people don't have stories to tell. So I just want to offer that to you all and to anyone else who's listening, certainly to our producer, the man behind the curtain, John Woodley, who's helping us out here, but for Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators, Jay Foster from Locked on Blue Jackets, Rachel Donner from Locked on Flyers, and of course, me, Erica Lindsay Ayala from Locked on Kraken. We want to thank you for listening to this very difficult uh, uncomfortable, right, Rachel, at times conversation, but absolutely necessary conversation. And we hope that this is just one of several more that we can bring to you as part of the Locked On NHL podcast network and, of course, the greater Locked On podcast network. Thank you. And that's kind of all I've got for you today. Tomorrow we will take a look at uh, the Alberta teams uh, the game against Edmonton, hopefully, again, you know, we'll manage to figure out a win. I'm not super confident, but hey, stranger things have happened. Uh, so that's that's what's coming up tomorrow. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Odyssey, wherever. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.